last time on Almost Heroes. So, our episode begins with the party still rubbing elbows with some uncomfortable nobles waiting for the next preliminary match to begin and pitting their newfound friends, the Wrecking Crew, against Peril and the Red Striders. The group looks on as the arena fills with fire and blades as the two teams almost immediately begin training spells and blows. As an intensive battle erupts in the arena, Glynn seems to notice a well-dressed Alvin figure and for a second notices her skin tone and recognizes it being of someone from Zephyr. Glynn blinks into Poe's eyes to follow this mysterious Alvin character as they make their way to a hidden door below a seat in the arena. Glynn seeks help from Rangrim, beckoning him to follow his nose. As Rangram barrels through the onlookers and patrons of the arena, they track the scent to the trap door, leading into an area under the arena. After a short investigation and quick equipping of a mop, a second door is found, leading further into the underbelly of the arena, where Glenn hears a voice saying, You look well, old friend. As the battle ensues above in the arena, Cosmo watches as the goblin Nook is taken out of the air by a witch bolt to the chest, looks over to Madame Marsh and gives a wink and a nudge saying, Hey, how do you think the fight's going? After touching her, he is damaged by a protection spell, sending a deathly chill through his arm. In response, he attempts to ruin, ruin her entire time at the arena by loudly eating crustaceans extremely close to her ear. Glynn, below the arena, is finally confronted by the elven woman he knows as Adna, who claims Glynn's scimitar is rightfully hers, but the elders of Zephyr are looking for him and asks him about the location of the key. Chandrell appears before Glynn and challenges him to prove his worth to wield the double-bladed scimitar. A fight between the two elves begin. Glynn casts darkness and continues to mock his adversary while he makes ready for her attack. She charges him, they exchange several blows. In a very heated battle, the two are extremely bloodied by each other's blows until Adna drives her scimitar through Glynn's torso, knocking him to the ground. Adna steals Glynn's double-bladed scimitar, running off into the dark. Rangrim, after failing to stop Adna from leaving with Glynn's weapon, stops to stabilize his friend. Glynn, realizing it's missing, immediately runs after Adna not thanking Rangrim, I would add, for saving his life. And then Glint, Rangrim then does follow Glynn. <clears throat> Cosmo, noticing Poe has vanished, runs to the trapdoor where, where he was waiting and sees that a hole in the stadium has begun to collapse, realizing, oh, well, this must be my friends. His gaze is quickly turned back to the arena, after hearing the crowd gasp in horror, where he sees Fester slowly turn to stone from a single blow from Peril's axe. And then as he is fully petrified, Peril then smashes Fester's body into pieces. And that was the cheery ending of episode 43, Festering Feuds. Thank you very much, Dan. That brings us to episode 44, Broken Bonds. So, welcome back. We pick up with our almost heroes separated and struggling. Glenn and Rangrim race through the understructure of the Rockdale Arena, chasing Glenn's childhood rival, Adna, trying desperately to recover Glenn's ancestral weapon before she escapes. Up above in the arena, Cosmo races to his friend's aid, but just as he discovers where they were, he witnesses the climactic finale of the showdown between their friends and the Wrecking Crew and the Red Striders. Cosmo and the rest of the stadium look on in horror as Fester the Orc is turned to stone by Peril's axe and is then shattered into a thousand pieces. So... Cosmo, we're jumping in just right in media res. Uh, Cosmo has just seen this happen. The stadium is just like silent and quiet. And you can still hear kind of the tinkling of pieces of stone kind of clattering across the uh, kind of the the blasted landscape inside the arena. Um, In front of you, you can see as you're kind of looking down through the hole, uh, you can kind of see just the faintest kind of uh, like shadow 
of someone running, uh, kind of running out of the light made by this like collapsed section of the arena seating uh, into the darkness. What does Cosmo do? Cosmo, um, watching this happen to Fester, is just like awestruck, you know, um, in his like, in the moment of seeing that something bad was happening to Fester. Uh, Cosmo was trying to think of something to do to help, even though it, it was risking breaking the rules. He knew that this elf was not going to likely show any sort of mercy to him. Um, and he is immediately, Cosmo is immediately just like filled with this like uh, rage for vengeance. Um, and he looks down at the ground. Um, he's, does he see like a mug or like a, just like a snack, something to throw? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No. There's there's definitely like a like a half a hot dog, not a DOS dog. It's like normal. It's not. It's normal color. It's not like dogs. purple and green. But yeah, you can switch half a hot dog up there. Okay. And Cosmo, he's he's just from where he's at. He's just gonna shout down into the arena because it's pure silence. He's just. Hey, you, elf! And then he's gonna throw this, like, hot dog at him. Uh, make a range attack. Okay, so it's a it's a 16. Okay. Um, I don't think you hit them, uh, but you definitely throw it, like, hard enough and far enough that it, it kind of, like, sails, sails, like, to the right of them and kind of splats against the ground enough to get their attention. Uh, along with your voice, too. Are you trying to... Um, I guess I'm I'm, cons- I'm I'm curious what you're looking to do to follow up. Are you just kind of staring them down from a distance? Uh, well, I look to see if I get his attention. Yeah, uh, I think he looks up uh, and is kind of searching the crowd now. Are you making yourself like known? Yes. And then he says, "Oh, you elf! The same fate comes to you, you merciless fool!" I think, though it's difficult to see from the distance, I think you just see them smirk, not say anything, and kind of like leading the way back. You see the doors on the opposite side of the arena open, uh, and Carol kind of begins leading the way. Boo. Like <laughs> really loud, like intimidating boo. Okay, uh, yeah, roll, roll <laughs> intimidating boo check. I don't know. It's an 11. I don't think that that's going to do it. I think that you you think it's very loud and very intimidating, but it doesn't really carry across the arena, um, even through the silence. Uh, and Peril continues his walk uh, towards the open doors on the other side of the arena. And as he's kind of heading his way over there, you see uh, Janus uh, kind of start following too. And then kind of reluctantly kind of looking and, and their eyes kind of, kind of trained on the shattered statue of Fester, uh, you see Orc, too, uh, kind of walk their way, taking up the rear uh, back towards that door. Um, and then you also see from the door that the Wrecking Crew originally came out of, you see a couple people rush out, um, one of which kind of looks over the shattered statue of Fester and kind of pauses for a second, and then kind of realizing that maybe there's not much they can do there, uh, they continue over to uh, Nook and to Kadana and are helping to resuscitate them. And uh, that's kind of what you're seeing going on. 
Okay. Um, seeing as that Cosmos threat hasn't necessarily caught his intention, mm-hmm. um, Cosmo turns back towards running to go find Rangrim. Okay. Um, I don't know for sure whether or not you would have or the known... Hole, the hole where I saw them go in. Yeah, so there's a hole that drops about 50 feet down. Um, and I don't know whether or not... Uh, if you want to roll a perception check or an investigation check to try to see if you know where that secret entrance is, unless it would have been left open by Glenn and Rangram. I don't remember whether you would have closed it behind you. Uh, Rangram just jumped down it after moving the chair away. Okay. And then I think Glenn just followed suit. Yeah, I Glenn did not intentionally close it behind him. Okay. Uh, ben Cosmo, you have a uh, you can see an open trapdoor uh, that goes to a small dark room uh, directly beneath you that seems to be used as some sort of like janitorial closet, maybe ten by ten space, very small. Um. So I drop down to this room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you, once you're inside but, of that room, you see that there's another trap door that's open uh, that has a big heavy latch on it, but it's it's open, and you see that that also drops down probably another forty feet uh, okay. with another big ladder. Okay, and is it all like lat- just ladders basically straight down? It's just ladders all the way down. But while you're going down there, uh, you can actually see there's kind of a flickering light uh, because there is actually a small fire uh, that's kind of going on around these uh, barrels and kind mm. of uh, crates that are. Uh, in in one of the corners, um, and you can also see this place is just absolutely destroyed. Uh, it the roof has like collapsed and fallen in uh, in a probably a good twenty foot section up above, which is what you saw when you were up there. But you can also see that like there is blood all around. There is just like this place is an absolute mess. You can see just like it's like a fighting pit was going on down here. You can just see kind of the circling mm-hmm. of of people walking, and then you can uh, yeah, it just looks like this is a mess down here. Um, Cosmo just shouts. Glenn, Rangrim, where are you? So uh, I'm going to let you roll a, hmm. I guess that would be a persuasion check. I think with disadvantage. Persuasion check with disadvantage? I think that that would be probably, I mean, that's that's the best thing I can think for like. Would you have a better chance of hearing him because of his uh, earwig? Uh, maybe. Glenn's very far away. So is oh, Rangram, because so you got a yeah, natural okay, 20 on your running. Away. But maybe. We'll see what, what Cosmo rolls. Okay, so persuasion with disadvantage. Yes. Got it. Really good at those. Yeah, I was going to say, you're a persuasive young man, so. <laughs> okay, so that is a 15. Yeah, I don't think that's going to do it. Because of Rangram's natural 20 and Glenn's head start and just single-minded focus on what's going on, I, I don't think that you're, you're, the sound can't, uh, carries far enough through this, uh, this under area. Okay. Um, and I, I think that is also kind of echoing and, and kind of dulled by the sound of the stands, which seems like people are kind of leading, are, are leaving out now. And you can just hear like kind of thundering walking from up above. Okay. Uh, kind of Cosmo will... Run over. I mean, probably at this point, being down the steps, would run over and try. Is this fire stompable? Like, can I just put this thing out? Yeah, yeah, it's not too big. It's like a campfire size at this point. It was, it was kind of slowly growing. Right. Um. Yeah. Cosmo will just about seeing that unattended would probably just like, well, you didn't, shouldn't have left this, and just stomp it out. Only you. <laughs> um. Clearly. Okay. 
what is your what is your next steps? How are you trying um, to? Uh, after I stomp this fire out, uh, I guess I'll just look for any signs of where they went. Okay, uh, roll me a investigation check. I am not very good at that. <laughs> so, need luck of the dice. I'm gonna change dice because. Hell yeah. yeah, that's why we do that. Investigation plus zero. <laughs> Eighteen. <laughs> That's very good. I mean, of the, all the numbers you can roll, that's the 18th number, you, that, 18th best number. It is. Um, so, okay. I think that this scene is, you've seen enough fights, you've seen, you know, a battle in your day. So y- you can tell that, you know, there was a one-on-one fight here. Um, you probably can see a couple of uh, Rangrim's like cigarettes from where he was sitting there waiting and watching, like stubbed out on the ground or just kind of sitting. And you can tell that, you know, they were both down here. Uh, you can also see that there's a massive blood pool uh, and kneeling area where uh, someone lost a lot of blood uh, and then was likely revived. And then you see what you would recognize to be Glenn's footprints heading off in a direction, following another pair of footprints that are similar to his. And then the heavy footfalls of Rangrim, uh, just like tr- like a train, just like chugging along uh, at a miraculous speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, natural sprinters, of course. Uh, so you, I think with that, you can absolutely follow them. Uh, just roll me an athletics check. Okay. I like uh, to think that there's just like Glenn size footprints coming out of the blood. Like it literally, you could just tell it was Glenn. They got up and just ran through. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Yeah. Athletics. I, I like what? to think too, that like when you get healed in D and D, you just grow your blood back, I guess. I just- <laughs> right. <laughs> As it goes back into you, or you just yeah. have more again. You just, you just make more enough to keep going. Yes. Oh god, yeah, it just sucks back inside of you. There's like dirt and everything else. I was gonna say there's there. dust. Like, oh yeah, I'm sticking with this D20. Uh, athletics check is a twenty-one. A twenty. I think that you also uh, head off at a pretty good pace. Natural sprinters, of course. These dwarfs. I'm telling you, don't sleep on them. We're quick. <laughs> um. So with that, I think we can jump over to uh, Rangrim and Glenn. Rangrim, you are probably just a couple steps behind Glenn at this point, uh, having, you know, just fully caught up. Uh, what are both of you doing? Uh, like Other to, than running yeah, very Rangrim, fast. You can go, ahead, go first if you want to. Um, so I still have my mop. Yes, you do. So I'm like chasing Glenn and I'm yelling at him to like stop for a minute because I know why we're running, but I'm just like chasing him. And well, I'm not good at this cross country stuff. <laughs> Sprinter, not marathon runner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn, will you slow down? We, we need. Can we talk about this for a second? It is getting to be a little bit on me, and I need a breather. What, what can Glenn see, like, five feet in front of, like, just, can I, can I see uh, Adna at all? Roll, if you're using your eye, just roll me a persuasion check, or, uh, sorry, perception, perception check. Perception check? Yeah. Oh, perfect. That one. That one. Amazing. Uh, no, you cannot. Uh, you are, you're confident that you're just following your instincts, I think. You're following mm-hmm. where you would run if you were this injured, and I think that that just, I think that that's really what Glenn's following. It's just his instincts and knowing this person, and also how you both were trained. Um, so I think you're just running blindly through this, uh, and, uh, you're just, yeah, you're just following your own instincts. Uh, so yeah, it's just running, like, think I know where I'm going. Uh, mm-hmm. Glenn just yells out to Rangrim. He's like, 
I ain't stopped until Chandrell's back. Run and talk. What do you need? I thought Chandrell was like your god thing. Is that what you call this, that your sword thing too? Yeah, God's in a weapon. Everything's confusing. You just well, I knew that, but can we, we? And I'm just like running behind him, like I'm losing some traction. And I keep trying to pick it up, mm-hmm. and we're still just running. And I'm just going to follow behind Glenn yeah, to the best of my ability. So we like fell at the back of the stadium, ultimately, right? And we've been running towards it, the front of the stadium. It's a big, it's a big donut. You're running around right. in a big circle. But we had to get <clears throat> in at one point, right? Like we were let yes. into the stadium. Yes, 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 yes. So you're in the understructure. So um, the the only entrance you've seen to the understructures are these small doors that are kind of like along the side. These like kind of maintenance access doors. Mm-hmm. Um, so roll me, um, roll me another perception check, both of you. That's a natural 19 with a 25. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess, Rangram, we can take your... I guess you both have really good passive perceptions, but that's... But Glenn's is better than his normal passive. My passive is 18, so I'll just stick with that. Okay, say, cool. Yeah, my passive perceptions are close to what it's <laughs> Um Yeah, I think that you both... Uh, I think you both kind of see it as you're, as you're kind of, you know, having your, your run and talk. Uh, which you are, are want to do. I, I think that you both see that there is kind of a rectangle of light uh, that is uh, kind of ahead of you against the wall. Uh, and I think you both recognize that to be an open door. Uh, yeah, let's just keep... Uh, as Glenn just, like, run forward, like, Rangram, catch up! Door on the left? Is that what you said it was? Yeah, it would be on the, it would be on the right-hand side. On the right. I, 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 I wasn't sure which right circle we were running it, yeah. yeah. Door on the right, not your left! And under the right, or the left, just gonna trudge along. Hopefully, find the door shortly after Glenn. Um, so you're just running straight through it. Yeah. Okay. Um, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, not very high. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen total. Okay. Uh, you, Glenn. Uh. You kind of, as you're running through, you don't kind of see them in time. Uh, there are caltrops dropped along the ground just outside the door, uh, and you step on them. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that you step on probably two of them. Let's just do a couple of these. Uh, it's just some four damage, uh, and I'm going to say that you kind of like, you lose a little bit of time there uh, as you are kind of like limping for a second as you step on these like pieces of sharp metal that are laid across the ground as a booby trap. Um, you can also see that there is just a smear of blood handprint on this door that was used to open it, uh, and there's like blood on the caltrops as well. Yours and Adna's. Uh, Gross. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Was it my turn? Uh, uh, but yeah, no, so uh, if you all want to, um, I mean, coming out of this place, uh, you do you, are you just continuing to run as you're kind of, are you wanting to do another perception check or are you wanting to just kind of run, uh, you know, following your instincts? So as soon as I would have gotten through the doorway mm-hmm. outside now, I yep. would have 30 feet directly above me cast um, Find Familiar and brought Poe back. Okay. He wasn't dead. He just, I just blinked him out. Right. And now he's an owl and we're both looking he's looking high ground i'm looking low ground and like as i bring him back and like i'm stepping on call traps like oh son of a poe don't lose her and i just like bring her back okay awesome um yeah roll me a uh so we'll just use your passive then to to keep you on the right track roll me a uh perception check for uh poe because i assume you're not popping into his eyes definitely not i i can't make a perception check when i came out uh you can if you want i was just going to use your guys passive uh, I'd rather roll for it. I have a 
That's good. I have a solid putt plus. Uh, wow, sixteen and a fifteen. So I'll take the fifteen for mine. So a twenty-one and a what is it? Wisdom plus one because pose an owl, I believe. Yeah, pose an owl right now. I think. Sorry, perception is based off your wisdom, so plus one. Yeah, so it's seventeen and a twenty-one. Two. Okay, so you're a seven seventeen for Poe, twenty-one for me. Okay, uh, I think that you. Uh, so I think you both see something different, but I think Poe sees uh, is able to catch sight of Adna running through. So picture the stadium. Uh, you all are on the. Um, so if you're looking at the main entrance, you all are kind of like. So you're coming out of the side of it to to your like straight ahead of you is the main entrance in, mm-hmm. um, and you're kind of looking out towards like the front entrance of the city and Adna is like has pushed her way through the crowd kind of going diagonally so coming from the left hand side of the arena and you can see that Adna has crossed across the main entrance where all the people are kind of streaming out of the arena um, Mm -hmm. and she is crossed through to the right-hand side uh, and is running between buildings uh, towards uh, kind of heading towards the outer wall um, all right. So at what level of that does Poe see? Uh, Poe sees that, uh, you kind of gotcha. see a bunch of, so Poe sees that he can see her running through between the buildings. Uh, what you see, because you're kind of farther away and you're being separated from her by the people is mm-hmm. you see a bunch of people that are kind of been knocked to the ground and they're all looking around, uh, very confused and kind of, uh, disgruntled. Uh, okay. And, and you can awesome. kind of follow the blood trail that's, uh, that's kind of crossing through. So I, I think you're able to clearly, uh, lock on this blood trail and follow her, uh, where you need to. Okay. Uh, yeah. So if, if that happens, uh, Glenn, once Glenn understands that Poe can see, cause we can communicate telepathically that he can see her. Poe says, uh, don't lose sight of her. Or sorry. Glenn says to Poe, don't lose sight of her. Um, I'll be, I'll be looking for you. And Glenn's going to slow up a little bit and wait for Rangram to catch up. But Poe is not gonna, Poe is literally flying over buildings following her and Poe's got a 60 foot flying speed okay yeah sounds good uh poe at this time can can keep up on her unless she rolls a a stealth which then i'll have you roll another perception but at this time seems like adna is just like trying to put as much distance as possible glenn's gonna wait for rangram to catch up and then start running again so i don't know how much time that would take uh yeah i just need um i i just need some i believe uh I guess acrobatics check from Glenn and then uh, uh, athletics check from Rangram. And then I'm also going to need an athletics check from Cosmo. Uh, okay. Team from Rangram. 23. 23 for acrobatics. Okay. What'd you get, Rangram? Uh, 15. Okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that uh, I got a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Awesome. So, uh, Glenn, how are you, uh, how are you attacking this? Uh, I guess if you waited for Rangram, I guess both of you are running together forward, I guess, but Glenn will probably be able to make some distance on Rangram. Uh, how are you all handling getting through the crowd of people? Uh, that's kind of why Glenn waited for Rangram. Uh, Glenn is going to <laughs> stand right behind Rangram. And like we did before, like Glenn's literally like jog in place, watching, like not taking his eye off Poe, like seeing mm-hmm. Poe just kind of like soar and keep pace. 
He's going to jog and he's going to like wait for Rangroom. And the second Rangroom gets there, he's going to grab him by the pauldron, grab him by the back and goes dwarf pile and just start shoving Rangroom from behind and like <laughs> running into his back, letting him just hopefully barrage through all these people. I cannot tell you how many hardcore shows I've gone to where yeah, people that's, have done the exact that's same thing. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of. I'm thinking. Absolutely. The, yeah, we're getting to the front. The yep. opener just finished. Yep. There's eight people in front of us with cocktails, and then there's the whole rest of the crowd, and we're not worried about the people with the cocktails. We're going. Amazing. Rangrim, how, do, how does that happen? Rangrim kind of is startled. He's like, wait, 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 wait. As he hits a couple people, and he chuckles for a minute and starts running in step with Glenn and puts his shield in front of him. And I'm, they're just splitting. We're like splitting the seas right now. I I think that absolutely happens. I, I think that what happens is you kind of, you, you go through these people and like, it, it's very comical. Like people are, are like flying up over the top of you kind of just like you kind of put the shield in and just enough to like, people are flying all over the place. And then we just see uh, Rangrim and Glenn with, with Glenn behind him come bursting through the other side of this, just like people being thrown hither and yon. Um, and I think as you break through and begin running out the other side, following this blood trail, I think that's when Cosmo, uh, I think that's when you make it to the door uh, and see this like blood, this like handprint across the door and uh, roll me a, uh, are you, are you charging through the door Cosmo or are you kind of like stopping at the door to take, uh, uh, kind of take stock? Um, Cosmo, I mean, I think I would be taking stock because I'm not really even sure if I'm on the right trail. Like I'm definitely running uh, with the idea of like, I need to be aware of things and clues right. to point me in the right direction. So, yes. Okay, roll me, uh, yeah, roll me a uh, perception check. All right. Also not that good at those, but still got a d20 to roll. Sick. Uh, dirty 20. I'm on fire tonight. Hey. Get you in combat ASAP. Nice. I, I think with that too, I think that's enough to like sidestep. You, you see the kind of like bloody caltrops on the ground and don't step on them. Uh, but you, you can see that like, just, you just see like these, this, like the, you said, parting the red seas, uh, parting the crowd seas. Uh, you can just see that there is like a, a whole pile of people uh, that seem to have been disturbed uh, and you kind of catch sight of the, uh, the blood trail that's kind of running uh, perpendicular to that. Um, seeing that, I would. Do I see Glenn's like head, or I was gonna say you just see like a, just a, see a, a ponytail I, bouncing. <laughs> I, I think that I think that like the the crowd is kind of between you at this point still. Like there's still some distance. Like you're you're getting to this door shortly after they went through, but they've already charged off. I think. But do I get the idea of which direction maybe they went, or? I think that yeah, I think that you would you probably estimate that. <laughs> That knowing Rangrim as well as you do, uh, that is Rangrim's, uh, you know, handiwork of parting that crowd. Okay. Um, seeing that, Cosmo is going to be like, oh, crap, I need to really catch up some ground. Steve! And then he's, gonna, he's going to find Steve. <laughs> Amazing. And, yes! Uh, trying to make up some ground here. Well, hello, Cosmo. What can <laughs> I do you for? Never not be fun. Uh, uh, yeah. Steve, we need to catch up with our friends. They've hurt. They've hurt them. All righty, uh, Roo, get on, Buckaroo. Cos- <laughs> Cosmo, Cosmo leaps uh, onto Steve, and we are off 
to the races. Um, uh, I yeah, I don't. Even, I'm not even gonna make you roll for it. I, I think Steve's able to uh, leap because he's a, a magical semi-spectral horse. I think he's able to leap the crowd over this kind of pile of people, this tangled oh, yeah. mess of limbs left by Rangram. Uh, and I think you're able to uh, head on after your friends, um, Glenn. You and Rangram are uh, charging ahead. Rangram, you're lo- you're losing a little bit of ground. Um, you know, this is this this sprint's turning into a marathon, and it's definitely not what you were built for, especially with two shields and like three thousand pounds of armor. Uh, and uh, Glenn, I-, I think that uh, roll me another perception check for Poe. Poe. Oh, Poe is showing up. Uh, why do I keep doing this? It's a plus one. Seventeen total. Okay. Uh, Poe is, uh, I don't, I mean, I, I, I know that you can't see through the eyes. I guess Poe would be communicating this to you, but what Poe like Yeah, we have a telepathic link, so. So what Poe sees and what Poe communicates to you is Adna races, is racing through these buildings and, and Poe's kind of keeping a, a very diligent eye on it, keeping track for the entire time. And, and Adna reaches, basically it's like running, it looks like she's running directly at the outer wall. And then she stretches out a hand and that same kind of, and I think that you hear it because you're like, you're a, f- a couple hundred feet back at this point. You're still kind of like trying to catch up with them and get them within sight. But you hear just like this shrieking high pitched sound and the kind of this like explosion sound and then kind of like the collapsing of rock as Adna used shatter to blow a hole in the outside wall. Uh, and continue with, and then kind of as the smoke is in, in dust and everything's rumbling, uh, you can see that Poe loses sight of Adna for a second as she charges through the hole, um, seeming like into the wall itself. But I would assume that Poe probably flies uh, to the other side and like continues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Poe is hunting at this point. It's what, it's okay. what Fay owls do best. Oh. Okay, um, so. Uh, Poe, I'm not gonna make you roll again. Uh, Poe, Poe catches like so. Ba- she's gone for a second, kind of lost in this dust cloud, and then you see her kind of like burst out the other side of it on the other side of the wall, and she starts heading up. Like she, she kind of turns and takes, starts taking this path that's running kind of up towards the mountain range that's behind. Uh, that's basically separating you all and the coast, but there's like a smaller mountain range that's uh, that's in between there, uh, and you see her kind of start heading up towards the kind of uh, up the mountain. How this this I mean, that seems like a lot of distance was covered. How close are we behind during? That? Um, I think you're getting to the wall. Coll- the you're you're like you are as she's kind of heading out of the wall and is starting to head. Uh, like up, like she's not, she's not. She basically just she turned on. Poe can see that she's turning towards, like towards the mountains. Mountain, okay. Um, it's not like it's a, it's a ton of space. She's just the mountain range is like basically this town is built directly up against, against these it. like kind Got of it. mountain, this like rocky mountain range. Um, so she's heading towards that. Uh, but you all are now getting to the uh, to the kind of like partially collapsing wall. This this rubble. Um, and as Glenn and Rangrim are reaching this point. Uh, I think Cosmo, you are coming up behind them as well. As as Cosmo trots up on Steve, he's just like, "Well, there you are. What are we chasing?" Is the entire wall collapsed? So, I, I think it's a it's a pretty big section. 
it's a pretty big section. I believe it's a 10 foot radius uh, spell that, that went off and, and she blasted about a you know 10 foot radius out of the bottom of this wall. So it's definitely not sturdy uh, and it's definitely like difficult terrain, but I'll say that like, you know, you can make your way through it if, if uh, I'll just need some rolls from you. You can see that there's like, it's dusty, and, but you can see light on the other side of it. Like has it collapsed down or it made a hole through it that she went It made through? a hole through it, but it's like also like partially collapsed and is definitely like partially Rubbly. unstable teetering gotcha yeah. um yeah i mean like as cosmo pulls up is like she's got my weapon we can't let her go and glenn's just gonna like before even checking what they say he's gonna barrel through the the tube dex saving throw dex Ooh, not bad uh 13 oh wow 13 plus 8 21 okay uh yeah you're able to kind of dodge uh just rock or leap rock to rock stone to stone uh, and also dodge some of the falling mortar and bricks that are kind of coming dislodged you know they, you don't never want to take the bottom of a wall out it kind of <laughs> it, it makes it structurally unsound uh, but you're able to dodge out of the way of that and get to the other side of this um how how far is she from me currently so as like you uh feet roll me uh roll me a perception check for glenn a uh, natural 19, so a 25. Okay. Uh, you can see that she's probably she's probably 150 feet. Uh, you can see that she has yeah. just fought. I mean, you know where to look because you already know where Poe is watching her. But mm-hmm. you can see that she's kind of starting to head up this kind of mountain path, uh, this, this path that's leading up this kind of rocky uh, mountain range. Uh, and so you can kind of see her because she's lifted above you at this point uh, going up at an angle. You said she's 150 feet? Yep. Perfect. I'm going to pull out my air render and take a shot. Okay. And that's Sorry. literally the range of it is 150 feet. <laughs> and I'm guessing she's not expecting me, so I'd have advantage on this. Did I have, what did I have to make any rules for? Sorry. Sure. Um, uh, you, you and Rangram are going to have to make uh, either strength or dex saving throws to get through this wall. I'm on a horse. How does that work? <laughs> a magical <laughs> horse. I'm on a horse. How does that work? Well, <laughs> I mean, you can do either, or you can roll an animal animal handling. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. I'm on a horse. I'm Sorry. on a horse. Sorry, I just have a wait. My my daughter just lost a tooth. That's been. Uh, oh hey! So awesome. we're excited. So that's awesome. Ooh. Um. Okay. So animal handling my way over this. I'm on a horse. Dwayne the Rock Johnson's going to be visiting your house tonight. <laughs> oh Definitely. God. Dwayne in a tutu. No one uh, wins. Oh, the <laughs> old spice commercial where the dude rolls up on a horse. <laughs> That's so weird. Look okay. down. Now up. I'm on a horse. All right. What was your roll, Glenn? Oh, for the attack? Yeah. Do I have advantage on it? Uh, I mean, I guess you would. It's a really long distance, but yeah, sure. It's If you said like 160 feet, it would have been not <laughs> some sticking to it oh my god they were terrible anyway oh i get a re-roll oh my god that was amazing uh so i rolled a three a one but because of elven accuracy if i have advantage i get to re-roll one of the dice so with elven accuracy though you're giving up your movement nope that's a different thing that i took that is the 
uh, steady aim. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Elvin so is many, the feat so that things. I took last time and I completely forgot to use during the entire fight yesterday. Or oh, not cool. yesterday, last week. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Literally cool. fucked up all my attacks. Awesome, uh, Rad. Um, so what, what was to hit? 29? 29 to hit. Okay, uh, yeah, roll me uh, roll me that damage. I'll, well, I roll damage, you can roll them. because. Uh, yeah, uh, if, uh, Rangrim and uh, Cosmo, I need, uh, like I said, either strength saving throws, deck saving throws, or Cosmo's uh, animal handling check. I'm going to opt for the strength. Call. If I can. I was, oh, that's not bad. 17. Okay. Uh, uh, Rangram, is, I, I, I'm a 19. Okay. Uh, for animal handling or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm on uh, Steve. Rangram, I, I, I think that you're, it, it, you take a different tact than Glenn. You run through this thing, throw your shield over your head and are able to kind of like hold your shield up and, and defend uh, these rocks or these pieces of mortar that are falling in on you, uh, kind of tinking off your shield as you run through and kind of kicking pieces of rubble out of the way as you're able to kind of like tr- tank your way through this, this hole in the wall. Um, and then Cosmo, I think that uh, Steve goes, well, just hold on, and then uh, kind of leaps very nimbly kind of uh, side to side and is able to uh, just like miraculously make your way, make its way through this with you on its back without kind of scrumping you against the, the roof. And yeah. that word was scrumping. Scrumping. It's a technical term. Uh-huh. Great, yeah, it's, great it's very job, technical. Steve. We got to make quick, make haste. We got to get to Glenn. Uh, you both come out on the other side of this, uh, and you see Glenn uh, just like, like loosing an posted up, loosing an arrow. Uh, Glenn, uh, what is that damage? Uh, it was twenty nine damage. Dang. Uh, yeah. So, um, how? So this the air render shoots out these like air arrows. The air, <laughs> literal air, 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 air arrows. arrows. Air yeah. Arrows. Uh, oh, so if I roll a 20 is when it gets one of those special effects, but yeah, it would ultimately just be like this arrow, arrow, yeah. this air arrow, arrow, arrow uh, arrows. you see this, Perfect. uh, you see this thing blast into her shoulder at a distance and just like send her sprawling across the ground. And for a second, she doesn't really like get up and you can tell that she's like very hurt and you're kind of, you're very much like, yes, I fucking got her. And then she kind of like, pulls herself up just only losing like a second's time Badass. and she kind of like drags herself up and pulls herself kind of over this ridge um and is kind of like continuing her her run up this uh up this kind of mountain which is kind of going up and down like this it's very rocky uh, but also covered in like lots of shrubbery and whatever else like think i think like um like joshua tree-esque kind of rocks it's it's very it's a very rocky uh, kind of mountain oh, range that's that's okay. just around this town. Can, um, can Cosmo see her like as he comes out? Like if I see Glenn, can I see whatever he's shooting at? Uh, yeah, roll me a perception check. I think because the arrow, uh, you can unless you like want to use your passive, it. you can you can probably get advantage on it because you're following Glenn's arrow. Yeah, I'm just trying to see it. Like I still have no idea what <laughs> like yeah. we're chasing a thing. Now he's shooting arrows. Like what is going on? I, I hate trees. <laughs> He's really mad at those trees. Okay, mad at so rocks per, and trees. a perception is what you need. Yep. Okay. Cool. Great. With advantage or no? Uh, Did you say that? Yeah, yeah with advantage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Nat twenty. Very Thank nice. You uh, yeah. You you were able to follow uh, Glenn's arrow and see it just like rip up a pretty big hole in the back of this figure that's wearing all black. Uh, you know, black and red at this point because she's she's also just like really messed up. 
Uh, one thing that I like, I, I forgot about the last battle is you actually cut her mouth open on one side. So like half of her like mouth is like ripped open, which is really nasty. Uh, well, and but then, yeah, she, uh, then she laughed a bunch, real, like right after it. You that's true. Yeah, it's just like, just like kept going. True horror show is what yeah. we what we experienced last time. So uh, yeah, the Joker too. Um, I yeah, it's, I don't I don't know. Uh, one out of one out of five stars uh, would not recommend. But um, no. So Cosmo, you can see that there is a figure that uh, Glenn just shot and has now kind of like hidden or dove over the this ridge uh and is like r continuing to run away from you all uh, so you can see there is a figure okay um how how many feet is she away this figure away from me at least 150 feet now okay this point. um at this point cosmo is going i don't know i haven't but even she's looked. out of view of you all now cosmo is going to break into like a have steve break into an all out just let's get it horse, going spectral horse like run he's on it okay. let's get him <laughs> yabba dabba do you guys coming too <laughs> um oh no we're yeah we're gonna oh now we're <laughs> no, gonna get no, super the oh, yeah, you don't man. you don't want to oh, take beans. on big flintstone oh no <laughs> oh god uh also oh, after beans. glenn shot he would like yelled at the group like follow poe like keep an eye on poe he'll take his tour and then follows after Super Steve. Okay, Super Steve. Rangram, are you? What are you doing? Are you following along? Rangram like stops for a second, just watching Steve just blow by him while Glenn's just running. And he puts his like shield on the ground for a minute, and just like I was having more fun getting drunk and eating all the food. But now we gotta. There's always something with these two, and he's running and running, and he's just running and can i see adna i know i'm pretty far from him so from i i don't think um I, i'll need i'll need um i'll need to know how fast you all are moving so i'll need an animal handling check from um, cosmo i'll need a acrobatics check from glenn and a, uh, a athletics check from rangram to know whether or not you guys get get within range of her oh, oh, nice. sure now. 16 total okay um okay. my my speed is 60 feet okay and you need an animal handling yeah i just need an animal handling check you you have to have advantage on animal handling checks with i, I think I looked, so. at, yeah. I looked at fine steed i was reading the spell the right? only thing that i get I is if i put cast a spell on myself steve also gets the spell um, I would, but I don't see oh anything God, else. Taste on Steve <laughs> would be insane. I, that's that's gonna happen. That is so or... gonna happen. I mean, I, I'll like. Here's the thing. Instead of giving you advantage on it, I mean, I just whatever. What did you get for animal handling? Uh, animal. It's a fifteen. Okay, I think that's fine. I think that that's a pretty low. It's, it's a pretty low check to you know keep Steve going. So, um, it's basically you staying on them at this point. Because they're they're able to handle their own shit. Uh, Rangram, what'd you get? There's a mounted speed. Do I not move at the speed of war of a warhorse? Yeah, you would you would just move at the speed of the animal you're mounted. Oh, radar yeah. says, but you get mounted speed. So I assume that maybe that was different than the warhorse. Mm. Yeah, that, right. Oh, you okay, get the that, sixty that. feet. Okay, I was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm moving at like 
more than yeah. double what I'm used to moving. Well, you're moving yeah. double the speed of your your boys too, if you want to. Yes, yes, absolutely. I am okay. moving at full speed. Full Steve. Um, full Steve. Full Ram, Steve. What did, what did you get? <laughs> I got a ten, so I'm eating Steve's dust right now, <laughs> like just limping behind everybody. <laughs> now, for sure, this is this is definitely this is a straight. Uh, yeah, this is. This is definitely a, a Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, the three chasing after the uh, the Urukai, and uh, you are Gimli bringing up the rear this time. One hundred percent, I'm fine um, by that. <laughs> are you saying uh, there's going to be a Gandalf? So Cosmo, uh, the only thing I'm going to say is I think that Steve's going to start having some trouble because we're going up like a mountain path, but it's not getting too crazy yet. So I, I think that you're able to continue at your. Uh, at your 60, you know, at your crazy, uh, ludicrous, uh, ludicrous Steve speed. Um, but I, I think that you're, you get to the top of this, this ridge, uh, where you saw Advent kind of disappear from, you can see the blood trails just like thick on the ground at this point. Um, and you can see that her movements are not very, uh, I mean, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty erratic at this point. They're not, uh, you can tell that they're definitely hurting. Um, and you can see that there is an, like this trail kind of continues up and around the corner. Uh, and it gets kind of narrow. So like it, it's, you're, you're, you're kind of going along this, this pathway kind of winds around this, uh, this rocky outcropping and it gets pretty thin and pretty narrow, but you can see that the path uh, continues like up and around that outcropping. Okay. So Poe is still following her. Where is Poe compared to that like turn? Yeah. So Poe is flying up above. Uh, roll me a perception check for Poe. So it's just a perception party going on right now. Dude, he is doing great. Oh, I keep looking. I don't know why it's just plus one. 15 total. I literally keep looking for plus one. I'm just going to remember that from now on. <laughs> I do it all the time. There's just enough. Like, I mean, you're rolling for two people. Like, Yeah, but it's just like I. that's the only thing he ever checks. <laughs> it's only perception. I should be able to remember plus one. Yeah, well. Fifteen. Fifteen total. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, so Poe is able to see that Adna has continued around this out this rocky outcropping, and it it kind of goes for maybe like 50, 60 feet uh, where it's kind of narrow, and then it continues up, and you're seeing that Adna is running directly towards this kind of like, there is this rocky ledge. Think like Lion King kind of pride rock one big rock that kind of goes out over this ledge. And what Poe can see that's below is that there is like a river that's pretty far below you all. It's probably good 120 feet as you kind of have all gotten up this mountain. Um, And there is this river down below that's running at a pretty good clip. And Adna is trying to, is just heading towards this cliff edge. How she, far is she from the cliff edge? She's probably, she has, there's some time there. There's like, she's running that direction, uh, but she's just like running like that. That's where this path is running to, is going to. And she's following this path, whether or not she knows that's where she's going. That's where Poe can she see that she's going to end up in front of her. Is uh, Cosmo been able to cl- close the distance at all with Steve? Well, roll me a, uh, so because of, I think you've had to slow down a little bit because of this like a narrow uh, pathway. Uh, so roll me another animal handling check. Just see how well Steve handles it. Um, another animal handling. For reference, Steve is moving twice as fast as Glenn. Yes. Okay. 
Here we go. Now it's a one. Now it's a. Now it's a one. Is it a one? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Uh, Cosmo, he's about you, to get bucked off the set. <laughs> Cosmo, you start heading over, uh, like heading on this very narrow. So like, it, it's basically a sheer cliff with like a pathway, and there's like rock, a rock wall on one side, and you're trying to like very just kind of like skirt alongside of it. And as secure and as steady as Steve is, there's still a warhorse, and they're very wide. And Cosmo, you feel Steve's hoof slip. And Steve starts to like kind of slide to the right and just starts going over and falling over the cliff. What does Cosmo do? There um, is probably you're probably a hundred feet up, and you can see that there is a, like a river down below you. Uh, that's probably like a good hundred feet down. As um, as this starts to happen, as we slip to start to like fall, um, mm-hmm. Cosmo like seeing where he's supposed to be going and is no longer not. He's just like. God, I hope this works. He grabs on real tight to the reins, and mm-hmm. he just he misty steps forward thirty feet. Oh my gosh! Okay, wow. Yeah, so she's okay. in a giant misty step portal. Like, boop. Holy crap! That's amazing. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. You appear, and Glenn Rangram, you kind of pull yourself up over this this little like you make your way over this outcropping. This this little like, uh, I guess this little ledge uh, and you see Cosmo and Steve start heading around this very, uh, this very kind of narrow passageway. And then you see Steve lose his footing and start falling. And then you see them poof, disappear into smoke. Uh, and then they're gone from your view. Uh, but I think as you head around the corner, uh, you see that they have d- appeared another 30 feet ahead uh, now on where the path has widened out again. Uh, Glenn just following him. He's he's sprinting yep. until he can see uh, okay. see Adna again. But he's like, oh, a little detour. I like it, and just like keep sprinting. Okay, um, I think that I think that you all are kind of together now at this point. Uh, Cosmo, are you are you going full speed or or Steve ahead? Or are you waiting for your friends? Uh, no, we are. I am not waiting. I know they can't keep up, so I just have to keep going with what I know. Okay. I was following. Okay, Cosmo, um, Cosmo also would have heard Glenn say to follow Poe. Okay. So he'd have a loose, um, a loose compass of where to go. So Cosmo, are you just following the path or do you want to roll perception and try to... You know? um, yes, definitely probably need to roll a perception to make sure if I can see like footprints where or blood or whatever that she's been bleeding out. And also look uh, for Poe. Poe's in the sky above her. Oh, perception. Oh, that's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I knew that. Um, right. Okay. Hi. It's an eleven. <laughs> um, I think that you're able to follow the blood on the ground. I don't think you're able to see Poe. So you're just kind of following, uh, very nearsightedly, looking down this path and just running as fast as you can. And you're just seeing that the blood is continuing on the pathway. Uh, that's heading like up this. The the angle now of this path has kind of gone up at a pretty like good angle, probably like a 25 degree angle, uh, maybe like maybe 25, 30 degrees. And it is just heading up and it almost looks like it's like 
it's not like when you're going on a roller coaster and it just like you can see ahead of you, but you can't see like the other part of it, like the other side of it. Like it is going up at a pretty good angle and you're just heading up towards this cliff and you can see a small form that's way up there above you um, that is running away from you towards this cliff uh, and is probably like 100, 100 feet ahead, uh, but they seem to be kind of slowing. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to get as close to them Ideally, Cosmo is trying to get within 60 feet of, okay. of them. I had a feeling. And how, how far is she from Glenn and Rangram right now? Um, because of the distance, I would say that probably you guys are still 150 feet back. I think Cosmo is, with, is closing the distance. Um, so I think that he's probably 100 feet away and is getting like within 60 feet uh, pretty shortly here. Um, so I, I think I don't think we need to roll anymore for this uh, with with movement unless you all want to. I think you well, all. I wanna, sorry. So for Poe, what can he see of what she's doing? Poe can see that Adna has realized that she's run out of road. Basically, she's kind of gotten to the edge of this cliff and is like looking around and is kind of moving side to side, like moving like a like almost like a like a cornered animal. Uh, hmm. She seems extremely agitated and is just kind of like pacing back and forth on this kind of cliff edge and looks down and sees that there is a mounted rider coming her way. Uh, as Poe sees that, Poe is going to um, not necessarily dive bomb at her, but he is going to say like, this is the edge of the cliff and she's standing right here. Mm-hmm. He's just over the river. He's going to be floating about 10, 15 feet on just the other side, kind of like flying in place and circling just to see if she drops, he can like visibly keep an eye on her. Okay. And then the second Glenn's within 150 feet, he's going to take another shot. He's just going to lob arrows at her. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, sh- throw me, uh, th- yeah. Throw me another attack. Am I going? <laughs> boy. Um, oh, wow. Uh, 26 to hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 26 to hit. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, roll me, roll me that damage. Is that it? Tight. Tight. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have had a, I don't think you would have had advantage on that one, just so you know. I rolled that regularly. Okay, cool. It was the 16. Uh, 15 on that. So 15 to hit with the air render. Or sorry, 15 damage, excuse me. Okay, uh, Cosmo, you see a bolt go flying past you and, uh, just kind of like, you see her throw a shield up and it bursts through it and just kind of like pegs her in the shoulder uh, and just kind of spins her around to the point where she's like, she kind of like is teetering up on this. She's getting really close to this, this cliff edge at this point. And it's just like, I mean, just bleeding from every single possible place. Um, Cosmo Clutching like- this, this double-bladed scimitar uh, kind of like, uh, like to her, she has it on across her back and she's just holding onto it with one hand. Uh, Kind of like racing up to you know her and just seeing what's going on, not really realizing what's going on, but recognizing uh, Glenn's scimitar. Mm-hmm. Um, he just says, "Well, that's far enough," and uh, he's going to cast Hold Person. On okay, her. Uh, I believe that's a charm. Uh, I think we went through this last episode. It is indeed not. It is an enchantment. Is a spell, so wisdom save. It's an enchantment. Gotcha. Rangrim tried last session. Gotcha. That's right. That's right. Okay. I tried and I, I failed. She beat my save. That's right. Okay. Yeah, let's do Actually it. Actually meet it, to be honest, which... Uh, that's right. That's right. Which, which is worse. 
That's a good roll. That's a 16, and it's a wisdom saving throw. Uh, yeah. That's going to be 20. So, that, so it would have been 20 with the original roll then. Ah, damn it. Um, seeing that she, sensing that she saved it, uh-huh. uh, Cosmo is going to say, he's just going to say, just drop the scimitar and you can carry on. And he's going to just command her to drop it. Um, okay, well, since you just cast a spell, I'm going to give her a chance to respond with a spell. Oh, that's fine. I think she's just gonna. I think she's just gonna keep continuously with her with her kind of rage. Uh, I think she's gonna cast shatter on you, Cosmo. Yeah, she's she's just gonna put her hand out towards you, Cosmo, and just like scream. And you see this like the gash inside of her mouth just kind of open, flapping to the side as she casts shatter, and you hear this just piercing screech that uh, extends from her hand and mouth and. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. I'm really good oh. at those. The you are really good at those. those. Real, real good. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, pfft. Nat 20. So 28. Damn. <laughs> nice. Dude, you are rolling magma tonight. <laughs> I would like to defer all my rolls to Bobby for the night. I will I second roll, that. I will say I did roll a nat 1 tonight. Yeah, but like everything else was like 15 <laughs> plus. It's been nuts. So that's um, that was a twenty three, but we'll we'll minus it in half. So you're just going to take eleven damage as okay. this, oh. as you get blasted by this uh, this this sound of just like okay. loud, ringing, painfully intense sound, uh, and your ear, you feel your both of your eardrums burst. How much damage do I take? Eleven damage. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then how close? That's not right. Just try. To I think drop. you're within you're within sixty. You you can get as close. I mean, you're within sixty feet of her at this point. I'll say within another round, Glue would have shot another arrow too. Um, if she's standing there. I mean, if we're going rotationally. Sorry, I yep. literally Rangram. just changed my HP to 11. So I'm trying to remember how much I had. Rangram hasn't done anything in a minute, too. I don't know if Rangram wants to do it. Yeah, right, Rangram, do you have anything you want to do? Am I even there yet? I, I feel like I'm still like wicked far behind. <laughs> you're, you're probably not within 60 feet. You're probably with as close as, you're probably within 100 feet like Lynn is, um, but you're, you're getting there. All right, so I'm going to. I'm, I'll, I'll dash. I'll just go. I'm really mad about it. I'm, I know I said I'm a natural sprinter, but it doesn't mean I want to do it all the time. Then it's not sprinting anymore. And just barreling straight forward using my action to dash. Okay. Get Rad. as close as um, I possibly can to do something, hopefully. I think that I think that that makes up for your bad role uh, with the athletics. So I think that uh, Glenn, you kind of you 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 hear like a as Rangram comes kind of running up from behind you and is kind of just like just able to keep pace with you and kind of slightly pass you because you've been stopping to shoot arrows. Yeah, yeah. Then as he runs by me, I loose another arrow and I say, "Cascale, if you get me my weapon back," and I just start. Like I'm still lobbing arrows as he yep. like sprints past me. Yep. What uh roll your attack? Would I have advantage now that he's she's engaged with Cosmo? I, I don't think so. Okay. Gotta ask, man. It's not very gotta ask. you're not you guys aren't within natural like, twenty. Let's go. Holy natural shit. twenty. Let's I don't go. think my camera can reach. Cool. So with the natural twenty, I get to choose one of the thingamajoggers, and I'm going oh, to choose. Oh, you get one of the cool effects from your bow. One of the little effects. Um, 
<laughs> she needs to succeed on a strength saving throw as this arrow just shoots over Cosmo's shoulder. And as it gets like just within eyeline, turns into like a boxing glove and just hits her right in the gut. And it's going to be a, a bludgeoning gust. So DC saving throw of 15 or be knocked prone. So she rolled a 16. God uh, damn it. <laughs> oh, she rolled a 16. Come on, that's so delightfully Looney Tunes. <laughs> I know. Turning a wily coyote off the flip so bad. Uh, that is going to be nine total damage from the air render. Just punched her straight in the gut. Okay. Um, oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. That's a lie because it's doubled. Uh, 18 damage total. I think that that's what does it. Cosmo, you're oh, shit. you all are racing up. Uh, you, uh, Cosmo, you're you're running forward. You just, you're like you got hit by the shatter. You're kind of rattled a little bit. You're running towards this person, trying to cast spells, trying to do whatever you can. Co- uh, Rangrim, you're you're running up, like running past, like just behind Cosmo, but kind of to the left hand side. And you're running, and you're just trying to get within spell range to be able to do whatever you can. And then over your shoulder, Rangrim, and kind of past Cosmo as well. You see this basically spectral wind fist that comes flying forward just super looney tunes-esque like punching glove that just like nails adna in the chest and you see her lift like just like not only just like pushed backwards but just lifted into the air by this fist that kind of like gets her underneath the solaplex and just kind of like pulls her up into the air about five feet and about five feet back and you kind of see the light kind of like you you see like the awareness the like the being awake kind of leave her eyes and then you see her fall off the cliff uh and just goes i mean you guys aren't on the cliff's edge yet but you see them just fall out of out of view oh would immediately dive on after okay wait there for her to go off uh, Poe is diving down and Adna is just like falling backwards, kind of tumbling through the air like a rag doll, uh, falling like the good like 150 feet at least to this basically like raging river below. Um, it's not extremely wide, but I'll say that it's probably still like a good like, I don't know, 40, 40 foot wide river. I'm pulling these numbers out of my butt. <laughs> but uh, it's a good it's a good distance. Like it, it's not like she's gonna it's not like a shallow pool or anything like that. But um, like Poe is just diving down and watches as she just like s- just splashes into this water and is being like just immediately like goes submerged underneath the water. Um, but one thing, I mean, she how, seemed unconscious when she hit the water. How far down was it to the water? About 150 feet at least. Does Post see the weapon float to the surface? Because she was holding it. She wasn't wearing it. It was on her back. Um, so oh, I thought it she was, was holding it. Okay. I thought she was holding it, too. Yeah, so she was holding onto it, but it was on her back. Like, so she was... Ah, I got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, so, uh, yeah, roll me a perception check for Poe. Perception check? Perception check. Uh, 12 total. So, I think Poe sees her hit the water... And I think Poe sees her go below the water. And then I think maybe, like, a little bit further down, uh, he might see, like, think that he sees something kind of pop up for a second. Like, the like kind of the black from Earth. Or actually, yeah, it would be like the... Oh, I'm sorry. I've been rolling. Sorry. That was Poe's. He gets advantage. Eh, not much better. 14 total. Not much better. Okay. He, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I, I think you see the... Um, 
the kind of like green from her uh, from her cloak uh, as she's as for, I think he, he sees that for like a second, um, and then uh, I mean I don't think that he sees anything after that. Uh, yeah, I mean as what's to the right of going off the cliff? I mean, she's going down river this way. So I, yeah, I think that the the right, what's, what's that way. So I think that what, I think that the the river is, you know, that um, you pass by it, like it runs back through the town. Like you could get down to this river. Like Mm -hmm. it, you were kind of, it was running along this kind of like trail as you all were going up it. So I think that it eventually ends up in the Von Hurst lock. um, But you all can get, I mean, you all can get down to this river if you need to, and then backtrack. And if that's what you want to do. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the guys would do, but Glenn would more or less already be going after it. Like, are you jumping down? Are you trying to like, what's what I'm trying to No. So like, it's, is it just like sheer cliff and then 150 feet or it's like, go back to the entrance and then track down. So you, you could probably, if you backtracked, you could probably find another way down uh, without going all the way back to town. Uh, but it's going to take a little bit more time. Right now where you're at, it's a pretty sheer cliff. Well, so it's uh, kind of whether you want to take, whether you want to go down right, right where she fell or whether you want to try to get farther down the river and backtrack your way back. Do you think we would not, would we die if we hit the water? Do you think we could jump? Clint's like staring over the cliff's like, I've taken plenty of high dives. That one seems just a little bit outside our range. That one might hurt. I think at a certain point, it just kind of feels like concrete. But we'll... Uh, or earth. I don't know if concrete exists. Earth. 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 So I, I just sprinted across this entire like city we were just in through like a, a crumbling like stadium through like hundreds of people. I think I might have killed a guy. Just, and I didn't even really know why we were running. And I finally get here, and you guys are really considering jumping off of this cliff right now. This is what the whole reason I ran here, so you guys can tell me that we're now going to jump off of this cliff. Well, uh, she had Glenn's blade. I'm very aware of that one, but I'm... Uh, Rangroom's just going to, like, stop and, like, turn to, like, the nearest tree and just start vomiting. <laughs> you ever run so much we can get that, like, you would just not, you are not okay. Yes, unfortunately. He has been uh, drinking and eating a lot of rich people food. He is not feeling so good right now. Oh my god, amazing. Glenn's gonna look over to Rangroom. He's like, I, sorry, man. I just kind of got a little fixated there. We, uh, we've got to have a way to get down there or we got to go back because that body washes away. I've, just like your daughter, man, I've killed her a few times and she just keeps coming back. She is, she is not down for the count. We need a, we need to go get Chandrell back, especially if you guys want me to be any kind of use for tomorrow. Oh, I'll jump. Want me to jump? I think that's a little distance. Why don't you and your your magical friend here, and I don't even know if I can touch Steve, but I like try to pat him on the head. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. You can touch yeah, Steve. What's with this one? This guy, he's, he's on a horse, but he teleports still. And meanwhile, I just have to run. Oh, I'm sorry, Raingrim. Next well, time no, I run no, by you on Steve, I'll pick you up, okay? My face is... Oh, I'll man. pick you, you up. Were like when you were helping me, like not you know get killed by that thing in the underground. You were like great friends. Now I'm just at the tail end, getting dirt kicked in my face. And now you telling me to jump off a cliff? Didn't your mother ever tell you that one, Cosmo? I mean, you know, like 
it's like my mother said, I mean, if, you jump, if your friends asked you to jump off a cliff, would you? Well, I grew up in the underdark, and the answer to that question usually was, if you don't, you're a coward. But, well, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm aware. Sh- so jump. I uh, I do have, I do have how much, how many, how much damage it will be. Yeah. If you, well, if you have it written down. <laughs> Glenn will die. Oh, oh, Glenn will definitely explode. die. I will say it's not a full, it's not a full 15 D6s. I do, it's a lower number than that because it's into water, but it's, it's definitely, there's definitely a number. I say we uh, stick to the cliffs and the trail as much as we can. We, we got to backtrack. We got to beat this body down there, at least find a spot where we can jump in and swim safely because this distance is going to hurt. Glenn starts running. He sees Rangram slowly nodding. Glenn starts running. Starts okay. going to backtrack. Okay. Who's going with Glenn? Uh, are you all going with Glenn? Is anyone jumping? Rangram's going to turn and look at, look at Glenn. He goes, more running. And he looks at Cosmo and goes, coward, and winks at him as he starts running away. <laughs> Cosmo, seeing that, um, he's turning over and he's just like, I could jump it. I could do it. Do it. Do it. I, I could. I could get there. Guys, what? this is how we actually see his new character. <laughs> he in combat, he jumped off a cliff and died. Because I'm running the other direction, so I can't, I can't bring him back from the So desert. Cosmo's at 49 HP, right? No, 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 no. Very much. Uh, I, I am at... I think it's way heck? cooler. Hold on. Cosmo is at... Because well, you didn't heal I'm after at, your I'm battle. At, I'm at 30... I'm at 38. Okay, you have 38 HP. Don't jump. I'm like, hold on. I'm a healer. I wouldn't jump before healing myself. I wouldn't jump before healing myself. That's what you're saying. Don't do it. Even I I am hesitant about you jumping currently. Follow your little dwarven heart. Um, I can't wait to meet you. Yeah, so, so. My hands on the way down. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Right. My hands don't sure. get sweaty. My hands are sweaty about this. Are you doing it? Are you doing it? All right. So Cosmo is going to. I'm. I'm gonna do it. So Cosmo's going to lay on Let's hands. Lay, Cosmo's gonna lay on hands himself, um, and he's gonna get 40 HP from this right now. All right. So um, we're gonna play with teleportation and speed and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be so, fair, you've already done this once before, so it's not a fully uh, out of the realm. Yeah, with the with the birds that oh, carry you away. Right. Yeah. You know, it just tomato tomato. Bill Nye the science guy would love to hear the sentence where it's like <laughs> teleportation and speed. <laughs> and Steve. Alright, so Cosmo Cosmo just heals himself up and uh he turns are the guys still there? No, uh, I think I like to think yeah, I like to think he's just like bracing himself. I set himself up jogging. and we're just gone. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I would just slide myself up and it was just like, well, whatever. And he just like jumps. <laughs> what a legend. Oh my God. Um, So he just jumps out into the, the open water or open air, I guess. And yeah. we are, yeah, we are yeeting for it. Just to put this in context for people. Each building in like an apartment complex is ten. Each floor is ten feet. Yeah, fifteen floor apartment complex. 
basically right. every major Hyatt and Hilton in the world. Like yep. all like the biggest is, hotels yeah, in hotel every city. For sure. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I think that you're gonna have a save for sure to uh, okay. a, probably a deck save to try to land with some so, sort of grace. So Cosmo, save. as he like, I mean, obviously there's time. Uh, I've got time. We're floating. <laughs> we're just you know, like we're floating. We're doing air yeah, angels. Steve's, Steve's legs are just. <laughs> Steve, I think Cosmo's maybe hoping Steve just would grow legs or wings and just do the thing. And Steve's doing the thing where he's like a dog and he's, he's just already swimming. In the air. Already... And, I don't uh, know if this one's advisable, Cosmo. Just, just keep swimming. We're gonna hit the water eventually. I'm it's pretty gonna... sure we're gonna die. No, we're gonna be just fine. And uh, we're falling. Obviously, plenty of time. And uh, I would say just. As we're within, you know, somewhere between 30 and 60 feet of the water, I'm going to, like, misty step down into, like, whatever seems like the biggest uh, part of the water. Okay. Like the center. Um, roll me a nature check. Oh, no, I just meant, like, the center of the... I'll roll a nature check. Okay. And the center of the river. Or a survival check. Either or will be fine. Okay. Survival check. I'm so good for finding that big water. Okay. A nature what character check. character is that? Let's bring him into this game. I love that. A nature check? Uh, or a survival. I like, I like survival. Survival's better. It's I more do. fitting. I do too. Fine. It's a, it's a 10. Right in the middle. Okay, cool. Um, I, I think it's a little bit more shallow than you think it was going to be with a 10. <laughs> No, I um, was just trying for the aim for the middle of the river. So, for sure, but, totally, totally, okay, totally. But that's totally. fine. And, Do whatever you and, want. Um, I, so, with the ten, uh, because it's the middle of the road, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a, a little bit of a consequence. I haven't used my bless yet. Right. Yeah. So roll, uh, roll me. You need to roll a saving throw. Uh, roll me a deck saving throw. Okay. That's what I was. That's. I'll roll my d4 on that if you want me to. If yeah. that was the check. Saving throw. You hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. So dex saving throw. Yes. This is for all the marbles and all the hit points. So how I'm using this is I, I'm, I'm, this is like you, your, your kind of like agility for casting that spell quickly as you're falling and kind of gauging that, that time and distance. I'm with you. Using then you're Lots of time to think about how, when I want to cast this spell. So see how I one do this. 1,000 to 1,000. <laughs> I God, feel like guys, Steve needs to read an episode intro. I feel like that out I shouldn't have jumped. No, you did it. You're a legend. I don't want to roll this time. <laughs> He's a yes! Okay, here's the D4. Here's the D4. Yes! Oh, those were good. Oh or God. he's excited to roll it's a new a character. 23, <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, shit. 23, <laughs> nasty. Um. Okay, so with the 23, uh, Cosmo, you are able to time and... Um, like do this 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 spell quickly enough and when you need to right when you need to and you you kind of aim for this part that you think was uh, a pretty low uh like a, a deeper part of the water the thing you don't realize is that there's actually a rock there um in this deeper part of the water that's kind of sticking out and steve uh lands on it pretty hard and uh basically as they kind of begin to disappear from beneath you they go I'm going quietly into that. Good night. I'll see you next time, Cosmo. <laughs> and uh, no. they, 
Steve basically pops from beneath you, uh, and you have a lot uh, of H points just kind of softly anyways. splash into uh, into the water. Uh, I'm into so glad Poe can't talk. If I heard every time Poe died, that means a soul crushing existence. <laughs> Cosmo, why? <laughs> but wouldn't you um, love to just hear how excited he was to poop in my eye? <laughs> there. That's, That's what I live for. Um. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, Cosmo, you're 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 floating down the water at this point. Well, kind of floating is probably a generous term for how much armor you have on. Right. Um, so, Cosmo is at this point now going to. I guess he's probably he can't probably not swimming really well. Um, is going to be looking underwater for. I mean, I mean, I was a long ways up. Yeah. So actually, yeah. I'm trying to just get to the shore. I'm not okay, trying cool. to look. I'm going to go for the shore because okay, it's been too long. Uh, so are you going, I assume you're going on the shore on the away from the cliff side. So yeah, you're, you're on the other, other side of the shore. Uh, I think That's you're fine. able to, with the, with the decks, I'll just, with, uh, with all the, the, the rules and everything, uh, you're able to make your way to the oh, shore. Okay, cool. um, and uh, are, are, so you're, I assume you're just probably like heading down the river's edge. Yeah. I, once I get to the shore, yeah, I'll start making my way down the river's edge. Um yeah mm -hmm. okay uh are you just kind of keeping an eye out for stuff as you're going or are you running trying to like catch yes, I'm, uh, I'm looking okay uh roll me investigation check okay. <sighs> guys why does this make my heart race more than combat <laughs> i just feel like there's more... off of like a mountain <laughs> i was gonna say man this should make your heart stop <laughs> i have like my stress ball and i'm just like down <laughs> below my desk <laughs> <laughs> Panic, 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 panic. <clears throat> Amazing. Okay. Uh, investigation or something? Uh, yeah, or something. <laughs> okay. It's a 10. Uh, I don't think you see anything. You're kind of just running along, look, keeping an eye on the water. You don't really see anything. Uh, Glenn and Rangram, I, I think that um, just, just roll, me, uh, roll me a survival check, uh, both of you, to see whether or not you're able to make your way down from this thing and, and find a path. That's fair. 22. Uh, terrible. Oh, dope. my God. Got a five. <laughs> but on our, just to like keep Poe in sync, Poe would have been like, well, I think rolling intelligence would probably be fair, but like Poe would be trying to see if there's like other floating debris and try to pace where Poe might have thought they would be. Okay. Uh, roll me a perception check for Poe. 11 or a four i'm going to take the 11 to 11 uh, 12 total so with yeah so with that um so po does, sorry good um so i was uh, what i was saying is uh poe is flying over the, the the river kind of like going i assume going back and forth or kind of just like circling trying to see uh what they see um and what they do see is that there is a um they see like kind of like a goldish greenish kind of uh, gleaming um, that's kind of coming from something that is kind of washed up along the shore. Okay. Um, Poe would ultimately like hover just above that area, like would start circling there because Poe's not going to know either way if that's a person or them. Okay. Um, yeah. And then back to Glenn with a five and Rangrim with something much better. Uh, Rangrim, I think that you're able to 
suss out just, just from the, your extensive travels to the Underdark, you, you, you've spent time like traveling up kind of like unpassable surfaces uh, and kind of rocky, craggy uh, surfaces. And so I think that you're able to pretty soon, like maybe when you get around back to like where that uh, narrow pass was, you're able to find like kind of this back and forth switchback pathway that kind of leads down the cliff's edge to the water below without having to like backtrack super far. Um, and I think that though Glenn can't see it, he, you're basically following Rangrim, uh, and you all are able to make your way down to the water's edge. Uh, I don't know how far down we would have gone, but, um, Poe, or sorry, Glenn would start like guiding us towards Poe. So I don't know if Poe was to the left or to the right by the time we end up down. River. Yep. So I, I think that you're past Poe, uh, Poe is, Poe is stopped before you. So you would be heading back towards Cosmo. And Poe's kind of in between. Okay, yeah. As I'm making my way back to Poe, uh, perception check out the the wazoo the in the water. Investigation. Investigation. Okay, just like trying to watch the water, see if I see anything floating down that doesn't look like okay river debris. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, Seventeen investigation plus six, so twenty three total. Okay. So I was going to tell you this, I was going to give you one roll uh, for this. Cause there's, this is kind of like, there's a lot, all the marbles for what you f- like, what you discover here. Oh right? no. So did I need it with that roll? Oh no. Um, uh, on, heart rate. Yeah. It's high. Go ahead. So you're, you're heading down this, this waterway and you're kind of heading towards Poe and you're, you're like running uh, kind of like across this waterway. I assume Rangram are, are like, you're uh, following like along with him i don't know if you would be taking the lead or if you just kind of be following behind glenn um at this point after we found the area to like traverse i kind of be taking glenn's lead mm-hmm. as i i know he'd probably be more frantically looking mm-hmm. than i would be rangram would be like looking for it but i know glenn is like kind of off on a tear so i'd be trying to stick close to him because he's also like still kind of bleeding to death right um if you want to roll an investment <laughs> investigation check yeah he definitely is definitely probably slightly bleeding out but if you want to roll an investigation check uh, as well uh you totally can both glenn and bk forgot that glenn was almost dead <laughs> oh yeah you're you're really hurting yeah i'm Cosmo a was third of my health like twice and he just, kept just jumped off a cliff <laughs> his friends don't even know it yet or maybe I they just... saw me just like with steve what, a horse and get? cosmo falling from the sky Oh, I got a, I got an 18 for my investigation. Okay. Awesome. That's, that's great. I think that, um, that's perfect. So Cosmo, I think that you're able, you're kind of, uh, you see, uh, you see Poe kind of circling up ahead and you're kind of closing in and you see this kind of like greenish, uh, gold kind of, uh, looks like some sort of like crumpled mass on the, on the edge of the bank. Rangrim, you're, you're running, um, you're, you're kind of running behind Glenn and you're kind of looking with a little bit more like relaxed eyes than Glenn is like Glenn's probably darting back and forth, trying to find like whatever he can. And and you see, uh, Rangram, you see like kind of in the water, um, not like not on the edge of the water at all, but like kind of maybe probably five feet down, uh, where like, there's a cool, like a calmer part of this pool where basically water kind of pools. And then like, there's rapids that go over the rocks around it. Um, but it, there's like a calm spot that you can see that there is some sort of metal, like looks like a, some sort of weapon that is gleaming at you from down in this pool. Glenn, 
you are running ahead, uh, kind of like frantically eyes darting back and forth. Um, and you see something too. In this like shallow part where like you kind of like just on the edge of the bank, um, as if something is like, and you can see like there's, it looks like something heavier and like almost like maybe a body or whatever has kind of like rolled past this point where it was a little shallower and then continued past. You see a, just like a, like a large circular like disc object. That's like this kind of dull metal. Um, we're going to hop back to Cosmo. Cosmo, you reached the point where Poe is at and you, you see that what is crumpled here on the ground is this like, it's, it's, it's similar to the robes you've seen Glyn wear in the past, but his are white with like gold, but it's like this robe that he would wear over his other clothes. But it's, it's like this jade green, uh, has like this copper and gold kind of, uh, of the, like the filigree into it. Uh, but you can mm. see that it's a robe that is kind of crumpled and, uh, kind of washed up on the edge of the, the shore. Um, Cosmo looks for any sort of sign or maybe footprints leading away from it or just trying to figure out if it mm -hmm. is something that just maybe accidentally washed up on shore as she was going down. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I'm going to say roll me an investigation check. I think we could do a couple checks here, but I think investigation is going to be what you want. Oh yeah. It's a 15. Okay. You don't see any uh, footprints leading away from it. The ground here is pretty soft. You would pretty clearly see them. Uh, you mm -hmm. can tell that there's like a big hole in this thing and you can see that it's actually caught on like a stick that was kind of sticking out into the water a little bit. So it seems like it kind of naturally got pulled off of whatever it was or got caught on its own. Okay. Realizing that she has, I don't even know if I knew it was a she, whatever, they, uh, realizing that they probably didn't get out of the river here, Cosmo starts to kind of move quickly down the river looking for more sign or tracks. Okay. Uh, sounds good. So you're continuing along. Are you taking the robe with you? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Rangrim, uh, you see this this seemingly some sort of gleaming object in the water. Uh, what are you doing? Well, Rangrim would just run like right over to it, like and immediately pick it up. Assuming he's assuming that it is Glenn's double bladed okay. scimitar. You'll have to kind of jump into the water and wade in. Um, it's it's probably like a good like three to four feet down in the water. Um, but yeah, I think that you're able to do that without any issue. Um, and I... Deciding whether or not I'm going to tell you what it is now. Uh, Glenn, you you go over and uh, I, I assume, are you picking up this disc item? It's like in, <clears throat> sorry, it's like in like the shallowy banky area. Yeah, it's probably no more than like a foot or two deep here. Yeah, um, so Glenn would still have his hand on like air render, um, not necessarily like in ready to go mode, but like kind of in hunting mode almost, like mm -hmm. hand on where the arrow or the yeah the arrow would be, but just kind of like looking around. And he's gonna cast Mage Hand and go and like try to like scoop with a little bit of sand from underneath it, scoop up this disc. Okay. As long as it's not too heavy. Which no, no, no. It's it's about uh, it's about two inches. It okay. looks about two inches. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he goes and picks up the the disc with Mage Hand and kind of just like it's a translucent Mage Hand at this time, so he's just kind of like holding it. Or bringing it towards him, at least. Glenn, you... I assume some dirt and some, like, mud is kind of, like, seeping out of this mage hand as you're holding it and kind of, like, slowly showing you what this item is. 
And I think that you look on it with horror as you realize that you've seen an item like this in the past. Do it. <laughs> and it's that same coin. Son of a bitch. <laughs> that you that you uh, talked to that mystery figure and gave you so much, uh, I guess, pain and almost almost <sighs> killed you at one point. Uh, but you're holding it in this hand and it is it is just the dark, like kind of the tungsten steel at this point. Uh, but, you know, you know that if you were to touch it, potentially it could, you know, yep. if it's the same kind of coin, but it looks the exact same scratched off and all. Okay. There's minor differences potentially, but like you haven't seen it in a while, so you wouldn't be able to pick them out, but it's okay. purple. Cool. Scratched off, it looks the same. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. I, I got nothing. Rangram, you jump down with, you know, vigor down into this this deeper part of the water and reach down and pull up this what feels like, you know, the, the double-bladed scimitar until you get it up above the water and you don't see any of the markings that you've put onto it. You don't see any of those things. And you recognize it as the faux double-bladed scimitar that Adna had been using to fight against Glenn, the one that was actually two scimitars that kind of screwed together. Um, and that's what you pull out of the water. Well, Rangram's like a first, like, hey, I, uh... Oh, I didn't. Nope. Oh, don't worry. It's the wrong thing. And I'm just gonna like snap them in half, and I'm, I'm gonna keep them. I'm gonna. Like, gonna it's not. It wasn't your thing. Don't worry. It was something else. Are you are you taking them apart nicely, or are you breaking the fittings? Oh, I'm just just breaking it, <laughs> or attempting to, I should say. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, roll me a roll me a uh, oof, athletics check. I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> 11 <laughs> i'm like eh, uh. i think that you try to snap it over your knee and it kind of maybe bends a little bit but doesn't fully break uh and then you can if you want to take them apart then i just unscrew it <laughs> it makes like kind of squeaky really noises now really yeah because like i yep and you are you able to slowly undo the fittings um just for just for brevity's sake i think that uh, you all are able to Cosmo. I think that you see as you're heading down a little bit further, having left the robes behind, I think you come across, you can see Glenn who's kind of standing in the shallows on the edge and Rangrim. Um, if you would be following up with him, Ran- uh, Glenn wasn't very far from you. I think you're able to like basically, you know, get to him pretty quickly. Glenn, Glenn, knowing that those robes were likely from Saphir would have, cause Poe was like monitoring them. them. Yeah. He would have gotten them at some point for the, like, we don't have to RP that. He would have definitely collected them. Okay. Uh, yeah. So as that as that happens, I guess he he goes and collects them. Um, but as he like kind of circles back with the group, Glenn's like, "Well, I think I figured out how she found out about us," and holds up like the coin, still in like the mage hand, just like kind of rotating. Mm-hmm. Was was, or was Glenn downstream from me? Yes. Yeah. You, you would have kind of met in the middle, but yeah, he was downstream from you closer to town, basically. Hmm. Got it. Well, uh, is you it, see her? Is it going then? Yeah. She, uh, looks like she made off with Chandrell. Looks like, uh, she might not be making it very far, but I don't, I don't know where she is. I well, lost can- track of her. We can keep trying and looking. She couldn't have gotten too far. You got quite a bit of shots. There was a lot of blood under the arena. Imagine some of yeah. that was likely yours. Yeah, I don't 
feel amazing. And I don't think she's uh, going to be much easier to find in this spot. Once you, once you lose her trail, she's, she's gone. We'll, uh, we'll see her again. Cause no Chandrell, she's not going to stay quiet. I'll, I'll, I'll hear about it soon. I'll, I'll find her. And it looks like, and again, holds up the coins. Like, looks like our paths are going to cross a couple times before it's all said and done. Right. I appreciate you guys uh, dropping everything and helping me. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to be really able to help you with, guys. Uh, help you guys with tomorrow. It's going to be, be pretty much fish out of water. Well, we, um, I mean, you got that, this thing, and I pull out the fake one. I was like, I didn't want to get your hopes up and hurt your feelings, but then I'm going to like gently try to put it back together because I screwed <laughs> it up when I tried to break it. But then I'm going to cast mending on it to actually fix it. Okay. And then hand it to Glenn. Okay. Well, uh, I know you don't feel like you'll be a lot of help, but uh, I've got a, plenty of uh, vengeance set out for peril because uh, he killed Fester today. Were we told that we didn't have to kill? It was. It wasn't necessarily important about killing. We could just knock them out. Wasn't that the rules? That was. Didn't the we rule. get scolded for that for killing some beasts? They're just gonna let them. I don't kill know. Another person. I don't know he what happened. Killed he killed him. He his his weapon. It turned him to stone, and then he broke him. Well, it broke him how? Like emotionally? Like crumbled in the rocks in the in the rubble. Like, bro, like, he turned him into a rock and he smashed him. And then smashed him. That's, just, That's a he's... dick move, but fuck, we gotta get that thing for you, Cosmo. Imagine all the heads you could sm- smash when they, you turn them into a rock. Instead of, like, watermelons, it would just be, like, gravel, so you could, like, change it up. No, Variety no. is a spice of life, right? When you smash heads all the, at the same time, all the time. No mortal should have that kind of power. Sounds like we uh, got another weapon to chase after, if anything. Yes, tomorrow in the arena, Harold will lose that weapon. Well, I say we uh, head back to our our donkey friends. I don't know if there's much effort in staying out in these out by this river. We uh, might need to make our way back. But well, uh, Glenn is river... just melancholy. The river runs straight to town. If you want to float it, or we can walk. So what do you mean, like, float it? I don't know. If he was feeling... He's just feeling kind of down. If he just wants to just lay there all... All all sad. (laughs) All right, well, I got got an idea then. Hold on, hold on. I need, like, ten minutes. And Rayram's going to go to the nearest tree. And I'm going to cast Fabricate to make... What I'm attempting is to make three, basically, inner tubes out of any (laughs) of the trees in the area... And we're gonna lazy river it right up right to town while I'm just like kicking my feet barefoot, like it's, it's all right, Glenn. We'll find your thing in the, the sun setting in the distance. I, I think that counts as a short rest for sure. I mean, who doesn't get relaxed <laughs> and like you know just feel a little better after floating? Definitely. Yeah. Uh yeah, Glenn Glenn, I guess would just be kind of like tinkering with the uh the faux double bladed scimitar as he as he floats. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I think that um, 
I think that you're able to see on this after like looking over this item, Glenn, like it's clearly like Zephyr make and you can tell that like it was made with a lot of care. Think of like some, like it's, it's kind of like the Jedi thing with like making your own lightsaber. Like this was likely made by Adna herself, like as it, it, giving as much care as she possibly could to like this weapon that was crafted, like probably with the intention of like learning how to like, this thing was, it was made with uh, the intention of like learning how to use it, with it eventually in the future being uh, swapping it out for like the real one that she, that she sought after the one you had. Um, so it's a, it's a good, like, uh, like version of it. Like, I, I guess like a, a, it's still fake. It's still pretend it doesn't have your connection with Chandrell. It's not the ancestral weapon, but it, it, it like, it will function uh, for you in a way and it feels good to wield it. Um, but I, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's, it is what it is. Okay. Um, I think you all are able to float down uh, to the, get to the point where you are able to like, where you can tell it's going to start distancing yourself from the town. Um, it's, it's starting to part ways and head more towards the Von Hurst lock. Uh, and you all are uh, able to, like, it's still a little bit of a walk uh, back towards town. Um, and are you going towards your camp? Or are you going towards into town? It's getting dark, I think, at this point. Our camp was just outside of town, right? Yeah, it's just outside of town. So the whole, whole thing outside. Yep, um, exactly. Well, before we go any further, Glenn, um, you'll be all right, mate. And I'm going to cast a second level cure wounds again. Watch, Glenn. Oh, nice seven. 13, 18 HP back. 18? 18, yeah. I can breathe. <laughs> One second. Uh, it's, it's all good. We'll, uh, she always finds her way back. I'm not, not too worried about it. But Glenn's facial expressions read otherwise. But he's very much uh, just out of it. He's not like focused on like the floating. He's even like kind of bouncing off shit. Like, as he's like going down, he's not even like trying to avoid rocks. <laughs> Um, okay. So uh, as you all are kind of making your way back towards town, are, are like, did you decide whether you're going to the camp or whether you're going into town? They were going to camp. Okay. Right. So that's yeah. where we're sleeping. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think that, I think that as you're walking towards the camp, you can see that there are torches lit. Um, you can see that, that Nook has, uh, lit, has a couple like balls of light that are floating around them. And you can see like Nook and Kadana are sitting at camp, uh, and kind of in front of them, on a canvas cloth uh, is a bunch of broken pieces of what looks like uh, a statue. Uh, Glenn walks up. Um, I imagine, hold on. Might want to retell that for Cosmo. Uh, yeah, Cosmo. So uh, you all are heading into the camp and uh, you can see that Nook and Kadana are there. Uh, there's like kind of these like floating lights around in, in, in the sky, just like the, the spell uh, fairy fire or whatever, or I guess it is just lights anyway, um, floating it through the air by probably cast by Nook um, and laying in front of them on kind of like this canvas drop cloth uh, is what looks like pieces of a broken statue. Glenn's going to walk up melancholy and kind of like plop himself by the fire, not really paying attention to what's going on around him. And he's going to like kind of just give a, a, a sorrowful look to, um, I guess, Nook or are either of them looking at it? 
Uh, yeah, I think Kadana is, I think they're both kind of like, I think as you both kind of, or as you all kind of approach, I think that they both look up at you. And I think Nook, <laughs> as you're kind of looking at him, goes, man, looks like you all uh, had, had kind of a rough night like we did. Yeah, Glenn, Glenn's going to just like sit on the other side of the fire. Um, not like giving as much birth, like respectful, like space around them. Says, yeah, well, I think no matter what we went through, it wasn't nearly as bad as what you guys did. And Glenn just kind of like sit down, exhausted. Cosmo, yeah. Cosmo comes in and just offers, well, I don't know. He's, he's mad, like righteously. Um, he's just like really sorry for Fester. But uh, tomorrow I'll get him. I will. I promise. There will be vengeance. I really, I really hope you will. I he was will. a good man, good orc. Real sorry about your friend there. And um, trust me, if Cosmo says he's going to kill someone on someone else's behalf, he fucking means it. And from what I understand, you're supposed to, you don't necessarily have to kill in this tournament. So, um, uh, might sound uh, childish, but uh, they fucking started it. And then he's going to go over and just start like petting his donkeys, making sure the donkeys are okay before he beds down. He's going to pat Nick on the shoulder as he makes his way over back to his area. I think that, um, I think that like you all kind of sit there and, and, and talk a little bit. Uh, and then at some point, uh, it kind of becomes, uh, apparent that, uh, like a funeral of some sort has to get done. Like, so there's, there's a plan for like a burial and Nook, uh, kind of points off, uh, in the distance and, uh, yeah, I mean, not for nothing, but, uh, Kadana said to you, there was a pretty good tree over there that, uh, seems like it's been there for a while and hopefully we'll, you know, be a fitting place to put our, our friend to rest. Seems very good. Right. We'll keep an eye on your cart for you. Go enjoy your time. So I think that they don't make it super far. I don't know if any of you want to come with. Um, I'll, that's an open invitation, I guess. Cosmo will go. Okay. Glenn would not. Glenn would respect the distance. and. I think I think Rangram would hang back too because he doesn't know them that well. Okay. Also, Glenn uh, said he'd watch the cart, so he can't really go and watch the cart. <laughs> true, true, fair. Um, I, th- I, don't, I don't think it needs to be anything crazy. I just think that um, I think you see them walk off into the distance, just kind of walk off the trail out kind of towards the water's edge. Um, and there's a big, like, there's a big tree there. Uh, I think that it's like a big, like, kind of gnarled juniper tree uh, with, like, the alligator, alligator-style bark. Um, and the unique thing about this tree is that, like, half of it, has died at one point like a shorter part of it has died and it's like you can and then you can see that like the resilience of this tree is that this bigger piece kind of grew the main stalk of it kind of grew off from that dead uh and like big gnarled resilient like tree that has grown up straight from that shorter dead piece and i think without saying anything uh, Kadana and Nook kind of carry this thing over there. Nook having cast levitate on this, uh, this pieces of statue to make sure that like, it's not too heavy to carry. You know, he's always quick to use his magic to like solve problems being so small. Are there multiple pieces? 
Oh, it's probably, I mean, yeah, it's, it, there's the, the biggest piece is probably like six inches by six inches. It's a lot of pieces. I, it's, I mean, I don't know how much you're studying it. It's probably pretty disturbing to see like these chunks of your friend, even though if they're made out of stone. Right. Um, okay. All right. I, I Cosmo has a question when the moment. Okay. Um, so you all get to the base of this tree and kind of without saying anything, uh, Nook and Kadana lay down this, uh, the, the, you know, this, this drop cloth basically full of these statue shards and uh, Nook using earth shape uh, makes, basically digs a big, a big chunk of earth out and moves it kind of off to the side, uh, making this big pit. Uh, and they do kind of, uh, him and Kadana kind of, or begin lowering the uh, kind of with levitate still cast on to kind of lower it down into this uh, this hole uh, and was there anything that Cosmo wanted to do? Yeah, uh, Cosmo would just say, well it, this might be strange for a friend so close to you that I didn't know too great but uh, can I have a piece of that to remember him? <laughs> I have, can, I have, can I have, I have a play. A, your friend. I have, I have something I'd like to do to uh, tribute his life. Roll but, me a persuasion check. I'm gonna do something cool. So if this works. Did not see that one go. <laughs> you know, tribute. I was trying to. Whatever. What it was it? Persuasion. Persuasion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh yeah, it is an eighteen. Okay, um, I think that Kadan seems a little bit miffed by it, but Nook, being a bit less, a little bit more irreverent, uh, reaches down and uh, kind of <laughs> hands you up, like kind of reaches up to you and hands you a piece that turns out to be, unless you have like a piece in particular you're looking for, I think it's a big toe. That's fine. That's fine. I don't. I don't mind. Um, he's just like, well, I, I know that was a really strange ask, but, uh, believe me when I say that there, I have something to honor his life with this. Well, he was, uh, he was definitely deserving of it. So we talked about a lot of things and he had some things that were left undone. So I'm going to be trying to, you know, do what I can to at least wrap up some things for him. Uh, Kadana and I are going to be heading to the coast. I'm going to be heading back to New Arda, and I think Kadana might be staying here. Not sure yet, but I don't know. I'm going to go wrap some things up that he had left left over there, but I don't know. Maybe we'll see you all again. Yeah, I reckon uh, you will. Uh, if you have time, you should hang around for tomorrow's fight. You know what? I think we are planning on heading out tonight, but that sounds like a lot of damn fun. And he kind of looks over at Kadana, who like solemnly nods. Uh, and then with one fail swoop, uh, Nook moves his hand and the lump of earth uh, from Earth Shape drops back down onto the pile, uh, covering Fester. And kind of just like with a quick flick of his wand, uh, writes Fester's name uh, in the uh, carves it into the tree. Um, with just the time or with just the date of his death, not knowing when he was actually born. Uh, and just a little, um, just, yeah, that's it. Something very simple for a very simple work. And uh, I think that that's pretty much it. And they, you know, 
unless you have anything else to do, I think you all start heading back. No, that's it. All right. So you all reconvene at the camp um, and that's where we're going to leave that. But the audience is going to get a little sneak peek into something fun today. So somewhere on the banks of a river not super far away, before you all uh, went tubing down it, you see the form of Adna crumpled and bleeding and like chalk white just washed up on the shore the only thing aside from the tattered black leather that's like armor that's covering her is the scimitar that she is still with death white hands clenched around this scimitar on her back and as she's laying there just looks absolutely every ounce of blood is out of her body you see a skeletal thin black scaled hand reach down onto her shoulder and then you see her eyes fly open and that is where we're going to leave off tonight that's not good for her super happy that I'm not the one almost dying anymore and the <laughs> are all like me having dreams of my eyes getting torn out <laughs> like murdering <laughs> in my sleep it's nice yeah. it's a nice change of pace <laughs> <laughs>